Do you want a 30-inch iMac? This is Mac Voices. Mac Voices is supported by Notion. Do your most efficient work with Notion projects at notion.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. The Mac Voices Live panel takes on the question and the rumor of a 30-inch iMac. Who is it for, and does it make sense? Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. Mark, you had a rebuttal for Guy? Um, yeah, I I would say that, uh, you know, I, I agree. I agree, first of all, with Guy that, you know, these numbers, you know, for a mini versus the pro uh, look like they're suspect. But I suppose my rebuttal uh, is that, you know, they may, it may be true fidelity in terms of what they are reporting, because uh, if they found, as Andrew said, that they're doing surveys of Mac users, they may just have very small representation of users of each of those. For instance, I think I think they reported, this is from memory, I think roughly three times as many Mac Pro users as Mac Mini users. So if they only spoke to two Mac Mini users, which is entirely possible, but, you know, uh, and they just spoke to six uh, Mac Pro users, that would account for the three-to-one error. So, again, I think this is really... Um, th- I'll I'll come out and say it straight. I think this is sloppy work on CIRP in terms of reporting whatever whatever it is that they found, and then also not telling anybody what it is you know that they're actually measuring. So uh, again, I go back to my openness you know comment that this is just uh, you know you know this is a PR stunt you know something to get attention. You know I think in the past uh, we've certainly heard a lot of uh, SERP uh, surveys reported by uh, you know Ken Ray on his daily show where they talk about uh, actual data. I think which is as measured by you know web you know, impressions and browser signatures left on, you know, different, uh, you know, different sites. So that's, uh, that's hard data of one sort. This one, they didn't tell us anything. So, uh, you know, I suppose I agree with a uh, you know, guy that, you know, some of the stuff is real garbage, but, you know, trying to maintain an open mind, you know, I think that, uh, I, I think the junior, I think the junior intern who wrote the article at SERP, uh, you know, wasn't overruled by anybody exercising common sense saying, hey, you know, for these two categories, you only talk to, you know, I'm picking numbers here to illustrate a point, you only talk to 10 people, whereas you have hundreds of it, people in the Mac Pro and MacBook Air and other category. So for that, they should have just, uh, you know, not even had it or just, you know, created, you know, bucket for other and just left it at that. So again, I think this is sloppy work at SERP. And they can contact me via LinkedIn if anybody there is listening. Uh, and I'll go into much more detail of how you can help clean up your act and avoid this type of shoddy reporting. Um, Eric? Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Um, this chart almost sounds like what you would get if you asked a bunch of Mac owners what they think the most popular models are. And then you'd be dealing with Mac owners that had Intel machines and, you know, like an Intel MacBook Air, I would never consider to be popular. Um, but that's not true of the of the M1 or M2 machines. Um, it, it doesn't feel like you would get if you were dealing only with new purchases. 
uh, it wouldn't look like that at all. But if I had a Mac Pro that I'd been using, I probably would consider it to be popular and the only thing out there that would be able to do what I want it to do. Um, I don't know if I was looking at new machines, I would give that same answer. You know, the same with the minis. If you look over 12 months, I would give a different answer than I'm giving, you know, recently over what we're actually purchasing. And and that changed to being almost all Mac Studios over the minis because the configuration we pick, there's only a hundred dollar difference between the two. So yeah, it's it's I really would have loved to know if these are all new machines or just machines over the last 12 months or just what people actually have or what they think other people think is popular. There too many questions. This just feels like, I mean, this this happens every time a survey comes out or a poll comes out, whether it's tech, political, or whatever. And, and we all know that they can manipulate the data to say what, what they want it to. And we we interpret it the way we want want to. The only thing I'll add to this is that it do, it feels like right now the the M1 was the M1, and the M2 you know was in available in a limited set of machines, and we didn't have the higher end M2s. And so I feel like we're in a little bit of a transition phase where people are trying to figure out just how much power they need versus what kind of money they want to spend on that power. And I'm not I'm not. Are agreeing or disagreeing with this chart. The chart is what it is based on whoever they talk to. But I, I know I, I admit I you know I look and say, gee, I really would like an M2. Which M2 do I want? And or do I want to wait for the next the next uh laptop? And which may or may not be an M3. Well, and what will the M3 be? Will it just be a lower power um version of an M2? Or will it be have that much more horsepower with it? So many, so many variables, so many variables. Andrew, since this was your article that spawned all this, I wanted to give you the last word on it. Any final thoughts on any of the comments you've heard? Well, just based on the charts in SERP's report, I was surprised too when it came to, you know, they, they're putting the Mac Mini and the Mac Studio at like, one percent three percent that surprised me because i thought the mac mini was like the most affordable the gateway into the mac ecosystem even more and that chart put even the mac pro larger at like nine percent i think it was so for those so i'm not sure what kind of data other than surveys that they were running with but um, e- even with these more, more recent updates with the Mac Pro, now that that's on Apple Silicon, I've, I've read reviews and reports on the Mac Pro comparing it to the Mac Studio. And I think I've seen some people saying that the Mac Studio is still, a, in some cases, the better option than the Mac Pro. Well, it, if, correct me if I'm wrong, but the 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 M2 Studio has the same chipset as the MacBook Pro. It just doesn't have as much of the expandability, and and there are a few other aspects to it too. But but is that do I have that right? Well, it, I think with the Mac Pro, 
it no longer supports like PCI expandability for external GPUs, I think. Mm, that's right. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, it is what it is, but I, I, I thank you for your article. You know, gr great article. I think it, uh, it spurred a lot of conversation here and we will see what happens and we want you to write the next great article so you can come back next week and talk about it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the next thing I had queued up here, um, sure. I'll take that out. Um, and, and we do not usually, you, we do not talk about rumors here. It just, it's usually a waste of time. However, there are talks, there's some commentary out there right now that Apple's readying a an iMac that is 30 inches or larger. And that seemed to factor in well. David kind of referenced that a little bit when he was making his comment. But I, I want to look to Jeff because Jeff is a big monitor guy. And so, Jeff, do you see a 30-inch or better iMac being realistic? Nope. Yeah, I agree. Okay, I, I well, don't even have to next, think about that one, but I'll think next. about it for a second. Nope. Okay, so why not? It, the the markets that Apple goes for with uh, with the iMac, um, twenty seven inches to me looks like the the high the high end for screen space sweet spot. And when you when you're getting larger than that, now you're getting something that uh, that is an all-in-one computer starts to become kind of unwieldy. And uh, and I'm trying to think off the top of my head if if HP is, or anyone in, in that space is making uh, a 30-inch all-in-one. Um, Didn't Microsoft have a 32-inch at one point? Their studio. Surface, oh surface yes, studio. yes. They had the the thirty two inch studio. It was the whole yeah. touch screen thing, and it was really they sold. Beautiful. They sold at least two of them. Yeah, it was uh, horrible. Yeah, it. Um, yeah. Well, there, I mean, there there were a lot of things that that were an issue with that studio that probably wouldn't apply <laughs> to an iMac. <laughs> um, yeah, my office manager is suddenly very interested in the show. Um, the iMac is a product that uh, that Apple wants to sell in volume, unlike the Mac Pro, which is something they are totally fine selling in small amounts, almost like a boutique device. Yeah. When you go 30 inches with an iMac, you're going into a into a space where the device itself becomes kind of unwieldy and the price point goes out. I think of that that market that Apple shoots for with the iMac. I I'm just I am not seeing a 30 inch iMac. Okay, Brian. I see. I use the uh, 27 inch iMac uh, right now. The last of the Intel's, and um, if they do end up making that 30 inch uh, iMac, um, just looking at the bezel on the monitor. I bet you it'd be about that same footprint size as you're going to remove that bezel and it'll take up the screen size. will take up most of the room. So do we, do we need a, do we need a 27 inch refresh or have, have we, have we entered a period where because the mini was sort of the desktop 
item of choice. And if you wanted a bigger monitor, you needed to buy a bigger monitor. Didn't make a lot of sense to buy a 21-inch iMac and then have to buy a second monitor for it. So most people went with the Mini and bought whatever monitor they wanted. So what does that do to the 27-inch iMac? <clears throat> Webb, you've been very quiet all evening. What you got to have some thoughts on this. A, a couple things. Remember the the when the Intel iMac came out. Remember they did have two two sizes. Um, whatever the twenty four and 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 twenty seven or they, they they had two sizes at one point. Um, twenty one point um, five and twenty seven. Thank you. Um, and. and could I see it? Yeah. And is it something that excites me? No, but quite honestly, I'm not too excited about the new iMac line anyway. Um, um, just it's it's just doesn't excite me. It's too thin. It, it it's really geared as a consumer device, uh, I guess, and that's why I don't get too excited about it. But uh, um, I could see it. Um, I could see them coming out with, with uh, a dual line, but uh, uh, like Jeff, I don't know if it's going to be a real big mover. So, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I look at the, I, I go to the Apple Store and I look at the iMacs right now, and and they're fine and they're nice, and of course the screens are gorgeous, but I feel like I want more screen real estate. The twenty-seven probably is the sweet spot, and I say that only because. Right up until a few weeks ago when my Fusion Drive died, uh, that's what was sitting in front of me for these shows. So, you know, would a 30 be bad? And Jeff, I, what do you, you, you have a 34? Do I have that right? Yes, uh, I have a 34-inch display. Um, part of what makes this display uh, really usable for me is that it's easy to put on a Visa mount. And... Uh, my feeling is when you start getting into larger displays, like larger than 27 inches, getting the display up off the desk on an arm makes a huge difference in usability. Okay, Britt? Okay, first, my editor would kill me if they came out with it because I assured him they weren't going to, and that's why I got a studio. But but seriously, <laughs> uh, also, there's some really hi, good, Derek. <laughs> there's some really good reasons not to. Um, for example, people who bought beautiful 5K iMacs and that computer is no longer up to date and there's this gorgeous display that just collects dust because they can't do anything with it. By combining these fancy end items, um, you can't. You can't have them separate. There's no more target display mode. We could discuss whether or not there should be. Um, but but because there isn't that, you add this complexity by having the two things together. Whereas when they're separated, when one is outdated, the other can still be used. If it, I feel like the iMac Pro is going to rest in peace. Everybody who has a soft spot in their heart for one, pour one out. Because... Yep. Mm -hmm. That's not happening. Um, if you want one, it's called the Mac Studio, and it can be whatever size screen you want. Uh, because people who who were doing that in the first place, who wanted that 5K screen, who wanted you know that extra resolution for whatever it was that they were doing, uh, first of all, when that screen came out, there were not a lot of other options. If you needed something that was more than 1080p, and 
And I just want to back up Jeff as a person with two 27 inch displays uh, attached to my desk, not upon my desk. That would not be possible if it were not for the magical arm that holds them up. Um, yep. So I don't have to have all that, all that acreage on my desk taken up by stands. Um, I think the, I think the studio is what takes the place of the iMac pro. I think we mm -hmm. will get um, refinement in the iMac line. I think maybe we will get 24s that are like an inch bigger physically than what we get from the iMac now or something, you know, because they'll rejigger the bezels or whatever, you know, like they do with the laptops occasionally, like we have a 13 and a 14 and a 15 and a 16. And, you know, between the 13 and the 14, like that size isn't dramatically different when you look at just the height and the width. I know they're thicker, you know, because I know that the Pro is a slab. But when you look at just what the physical, uh, you know, height and width of that machine are, they're very, they're not dramatically different to get that extra inch of screen size because they just made the border a little bit less. And so now you get a little bit sleeker machine and a little bit more screen real estate. So I could see like a a, a 27 inch iMac. We've seen it before. Um, so I think uh, we could get something like now it's 24 and 27. Just like if you want to go look at a monitor on Amazon, the most common sizes you will see are 24 and 27. I could see that happening from a supply chain perspective because those are common dimensions and it's very easy to get displays in those particular sizes that are IPS, which is what IMAX, you know, and nano IPS, you know, what that display technology looks like with the OLED light, you know, lighten up the back. I could absolutely see that being a possibility that it just gets adjusted, uh, maybe not completely revitalized. I don't think the lampshades making a comeback or anything like that. But um, I mean, that would be awesome, but I just don't see it. Um, you know, I, so I, I, but I, I could absolutely see, you know, it's very common to get displays in these sizes at this technology that makes them really pretty. Um, but I could also see it just as easily going the other way where, um, you know, you get a mini and a coupon to go buy a better screen from somebody else. Cause Apple doesn't want to be in the big ass display game anymore. Sorry, Chuck. Um, you know, that, like that kind of, I could absolutely see it being a very easy thing for them to do to to just give it a, a slight adjustment and not rebuild it from the ground up. Eric, I I could see maybe a 32 inch iMac Pro, something that they didn't wouldn't expect to sell in huge numbers. Um, I don't think we'll see a 27 inch iMac. It doesn't really make any sense anymore. Personally, if I had to buy something, I'd get the 27 inch studio display and apple studio um machine because i can hang on to the display for a while swap out the studio as soon as the m3 comes out plop that in place and keep rotating through uh that makes a whole lot more sense but there are a few places where having an all-in-one machine is just easier to manage and you can put those on a mount on a desk if you need to um but i don't see it being something you would sell in high numbers and the pro iMac pro wouldn't be expected to sell in as high numbers as the iMac i think the 27 inch iMac is gone i think that's effectively the apple studio and the studio display mm -hmm. today's mac voices is supported by notion do your most efficient work with notion projects at notion.com slash mac voices Project management tools are supposed to help you move faster and stay organized. 
The funny thing is, most are so complex that you try not to use them. When you do, you're usually flipping between 50 tabs or worse, several apps just to do your job. You clearly haven't found the right tool yet. That's why, today, I'm excited to share that Notion has just launched Notion Projects, which includes new, powerful ways to manage projects and leverage the power of their built-in AI features, too. Notion Projects combines project management with your docs, knowledge base, and AI feature, too, so you can stop jumping between tools and stop paying too much for them, too. One workspace that includes everything you need, from brainstorming to drafting launch plans to organizing sprints and keeping everyone on deadline. And Notion can be customized to work the way you like to work, with timelines, tables, or Kanban boards. And did I mention integrated AI? Do your most efficient work with Notion projects. You can try it for free today at Notion.com slash MacVoices. That's all lowercase letters, Notion.com slash MacVoices. When you use my link, you're supporting my show. Go right now to Notion.com slash MacVoices. Thanks to Notion for supporting MacVoices. Andrew, if you had a larger studio display, though, how realistic is it given the price that we're seeing for the current studio as compared with, admittedly, lesser quality, um, less sophisticated 4K monitors that are also a whole heck of a lot cheaper? Right. Um, The only thing... That was just my first thought was maybe it was the studio display that maybe get bigger rather than the Yamak. I'm not really sure, but I would, I, I agree with you all that. It sounds like the Mac studio is kind of Apple's focus for the Mac going forward, at least right now. And they may be developing more technologies and accessories to that. And hopefully that would get a better screen. David? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll add on to the, to the monitor experience. Um, the, uh, the really the sweet spot in companies is a 27 inch, 24, 27. We're doing 20. I think a lot of companies are doing 24 inch, but I think 27 has really become a real sweet spot, but the curved monitors are becoming just quite the phenomenon with the business user. I mean, people are really liking the 32s and the 34s. They're 4K. They give you good real estate. Saves up less space because all everybody's got two monitors sitting on their desks, you know, trying to, to move the, between the two, whether it be 27s, 24s. Those those 32s and 34s can get very heavy on the arms too, because they're, they're they got some pretty serious weight to them. Um, mm-hmm. But so so looking at th- those monitors. Um, you're either going to sit on a stand on your desk, or you, like, and I agree with you. That's 100. percent I mean, having having a monitor up high and on a monitor, you really have to have it that way because it's it's just you know I'm I, I ended up buying a stand to put under my 32 inch monitor. I'm looking at with you guys right now, so you, I, I'm really liking the fact that it's it's you know I'm, I'm a little higher up and giving me a good level here. Um, but to spin it back to the to the iMac, I'm really kind of agreeing with the, pretty much the, the entire panel here. The fact that I don't see them big going into big size screens anymore. It just really isn't a, it, it really isn't a thing. I mean, you got the Mac Studios, you got the Mac Pro. You, if you, you can get whatever honor you so you so wish. It doesn't have to be an Apple Studio display as much as we would love it, and it's a beautiful monitor, but. 
it's pricey and 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 you know and my experience with with Dell monitors is is uh, the, the the fact that they're ultrasarp series and a lot of those monitors and we had a bit of the debate in our slack room earlier this week about you know what was a good sweet spot on those monitors and um i think the the 32s and 34s are pretty sweet and i, I think those are perfectly fine for most people Unless you're serious editing, so you're doing some serious graphic arts, that kind of thing. Even so, I've I've seen people have those Dell monitors and, and been very, very happy with them. And you know, we've, it's by half the cost. <laughs> Guy, I have, I have a comment after yours, but I'll okay. let you go first. All right. 32-inch iMac, not going to happen. If you think back to when the, the bigger iMacs were around, the 27-inch iMacs. The Mac Mini had not been updated in a few years, and it was, what, between 2014 and, or 2013 and 2018 before there was a serious upgrade to them. And the iMac in both the 21.5 and, and the 27-inch was the consumer model that Apple was putting out for the Mac. Well, that's no longer the case. You have the Mac mini, you have the Mac studio. And frankly, most people are buying laptops these days anyway. And if they need more real estate, attaching an external monitor to them, we no longer need a 32 inch iMac. And I just can't see Apple unless there was some compelling reason and some piece that was missing in their product line. And, and it's not missing. I just can't see a 32 inch iMac ever being made. Okay. Um, I'm going to change my comment to a question um, and I'll ask for a show of hands. So how many people here, let's see, are, are using a 24 inch monitor, 24 or smaller? Brittany, what what was that? I didn't know how to answer the question. I mostly just am on my laptop, so that is technically smaller than that. But but if I do plug in, it's bigger. So okay, well, no, that that's fair. So <laughs> so you, your laptop is your primary screen. Yeah, yeah. Okay, which is why I got a big ass computer. Right. So <laughs> so <laughs> a back. I don't, I don't remember seeing that in the uh, in the product descriptions. Um, Read the fine print, Chuck. Yeah. It was Big all the configurations Big ass laptop Good. with the Max yeah. processor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good, better, best. It's Big not ass. that fine. Yeah. Yeah. So is, is anybody else using the laptop as their primary screen other than Brittany? Okay. Oh, Andrew? Kelly? Yeah. Okay. So those are, you, those are your daily drivers as far as... Not just the, the the computer itself, but the screens. I have been known to use the primary screen on my computer as the primary screen. Um, like daily driver at the day job, uh, that is not the that okay. that it has happened. It is not the standard configuration. Okay. Okay. So then let's go to twenty-seven. How many people are using a twenty-seven? Okay. What was that guy? Two. I have two 27-inch monitors okay, on well, Visa was... mounts on floating stands. Okay, that's where I was going to go next is how many people are using more than one, uh, are using two 24s or two 27s? Two 27s. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Two 27s. 132. Yeah, and, yeah. and who said 132? 
I have 132. Mark, David, David, Mark, and Jeff are doing things that are, oh, and Jim, too. Okay. Yep. And so, I have a 27 as a secondary machine for other work. So okay. I'm, when I'm looking at you right now, I have my 32 here and my 27 next to me on the right, on my right. Okay. All right. So is my 34-inch the biggest? Uh, you not, are. Not, not that anyone needs to brag or anything. <laughs> you do. Size. Jeff wants to measure. It's not that big when it's cold. <laughs> okay, fair point. It's not the size, it's how you use it. That's right. Okay. Well, Jeff, I think I can challenge you because... Uh oh! It's not after dark, Chuck. It's no, not after it's dark. dark. Pull That's... away from the dark side, Chuck. Pull that away. Is... What I'm oh, hearing, no, Chuck, no, no. is it's I a just... good thing I have a widescreen display. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I went to three twenty sevens, three twenty seven four Ks, and I absolutely love it. So excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> 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 Okay. Right. Mark, before before this started downhill, I agreed to give you the last word. So if you still want it, it's yours. Uh, sure. Uh, I uh, I'm listening to the panel panelists, and they all make uh, interesting uh, points and comments. Uh, I'm trying to square this, you know, with my own experience. You know, about a dozen years ago, I was spending a lot of time with uh, you know the creative set. Uh, several visits to Pixar, as well as uh, different studios down in around uh, Burbank and uh, other areas in SoCal. Um, and what I saw just does not square with what I hear people here talking about. You know, I saw at Pixar every office you know, seem to have one or two you know arms with uh, with an iMac on it. You know, and uh, you know, so I, I think those things would be very attractive. You know, for corporate settings because again, it's you know. One system, one configuration. It's easy. If something dies, you pop out another one from spares. Um, you know, I think smaller companies may be more inclined to you know want to buy you know uh, you know a, a Mac uh, Studio and try to get uh, an appropriate set of monitors to cook you know hook up to it. But you know, I think uh, for a corporate market, um, you know, there's uh, there's a lot of appeal to that. And then I guess my final comment is. Ultimately, we don't know. We're we're speculating. We're pulling out pulling out uh, maybe numbers and opinions from where we sit down, because I'm got to believe Apple knows you know their user base and potential uh, you know, sales and business uh, demand way better than any of us here on this panel. And if they think there is a demand for that, they will come out for it. You know, and if the thing is optimized at 30 inches or 32 inches or maybe 29 inches, you know, they will do that. You know, but until then, I think uh, as Chuck's poll uh, indicated, there is a demand out there for larger monitors. So uh, do we I guess the closing question for everybody is if there's a big market demand out there do we think apple will not you know try to address it and make money off of it and as you know betteridge's law any question that you know somebody will write a blog post or you know post on new york times or washington post any question that answer ends with a question mark the answer is no so you know i think apple you know all-time high today you know they're damn good business people so I'm not saying they're coming out with something. I'm just saying if there is sufficient demand out there, I would not be surprised. And ultimately, yeah, there's got to be some sort of 
I think, basis in fact, because I don't think uh, Mark Gurman, to whom a lot of these uh, stories seem to trace back, you know, I don't think he hallucinates and just invents stuff. You know, so um, he seems to have an inside track you know, of what Apple is thinking or maybe prototyping. And again, we know they prototype more than they bring to market. So um, all I would say is, you know, I think uh, there's a little bit of smoke there. I think there's some flames and kindling. And let's come back in a year or two and you know see what happens because it isn't it supposed to be a 2025 uh, product announcement. Thank you, Mark. And I lied. I'm not going to give you the last word. I'm going to give the last word at least part partially to the chat room um, because uh, just to catch up a little bit, they were contributing. They said um, Ben said he has a 14.2 and a 15.6. Barry says 224 is at work, 124 and 127 at home. Um, so, you know, interesting, interesting. But, Mark, you just, between you and Jeff, you just made me think of something that I really hadn't contemplated before. Jeff's comment about being able to put things on the visa mount and, you know, and the idea that you want you want desktop space, but you also want screen real estate. A larger, a larger iMac might solve solve that. Um, I think Barry did say in the chat too. I missed this one. There's a market for a larger iMac. His dad has a 27, 27 inch Intel. He wanted to go to an M1, but didn't want to downsize his monitor. So Jack, there, there's absolutely a market for that. However, the question that Apple has to to uh, sort out, and I think they have, is. Is there a market large enough to make it worth making this that size computer? Yep. And I believe the answer is no, which sucks for the people that want that computer. Um, and uh, and I think the same goes for the 27-inch iMac. If the market was there for that computer, would have we would have an M-series 27-inch iMac right now, and we don't. Therefore, the market is not there. That's... Probably the best point of all. That's what everybody said about Apple making a monitor, though. So Apple, you know, they must know that there's no market. They're never going to make a monitor. We heard that for years and years and years and years. So Apple said uh, they weren't going to make monitors anymore. This wasn't just people speculating. They said they were out of the monitor business. But is an iMac a monitor? I mean, it's a single standalone computer. So let's parse. They also made two monitors after that. I'm just saying, the people said they were out of it. They didn't say it because they were speculating. It's 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 an Apple branded monitor. They're number one. Everything they sell that that sells an appreciable percentage of Apple products in one way or another has a screen. So just say. Maybe they don't want to make their own individual units anymore, but every virtually everything that they sell that makes them money has a display attached. No, no, now they do make they do make two two different monitors. Um, so you know they seem to have changed changed their whole you know thinking on that, and who knows they may change their thinking again. I you know I, I don't know. I, pers- I personally never understood them? the all in one. Why why would you want you know, a, an expensive monitor tied up with a computer that you're going to replace. And I've never owned an all-in-one, but they're clearly very popular for a long, long, long time. I mean, they were clearly very popular for a long time. And so my thinking was wrong. But, 
know, who Jim, knows? Jim, I, see, I, I agree with you completely on that point. And, and I, I was wrong, too, because and listen, and I bought them. I love them. But it always stung just a little bit to have to be replacing the monitor when I wanted to upgrade the computer since they were all in one. But on the other hand, that's what everybody was doing. And maybe well, it was you, because there there wasn't a great op, op, option for a desktop machine. No, there wasn't. That's what I was so. talking about with right. the Mac Mini. You know, the yeah. Mac Mini hadn't been updated in a long time. So if you wanted a, a powerful Apple desktop machine, you had to go with an iMac. Or you had to you had to scoot right. all the way exactly. up to a Mac Pro. For years, there was that's all that's this no longer old... the case. Yeah. Remember the, the the X Mac that people wished that they would they would come out with, which is basically a Mac Studio, um, or maybe a, you know a Mac Mini. So you know, and everybody was like, "Well, they're never going to do that." Apple does not, you know, they're out of that business of componentized uh, computers, and they just make all in ones. Mm -hmm. um, Times change. This Mac Voices Live panel is back next time to finish up our conversation about a large screen iMac. Then we take a look at something that makes Apple Keynote videos special, what's going on with Reddit, and more. That's next time on Mac Voices. I'll see you then. As always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.